0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion A podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a fake, reformed, Baptist perspective (laughs) My name is Joe Thorne, I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles,
1: Illinois And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship Bonus EP my goodness Bonus This was, uh... This was enough to uh, get us out, you know, get us out and and get on the mics. You know, usually right about
0: now we're gonna go to Barrel and Rye for lunch. Right, mm-hmm. right around this time, yeah. Staff meeting is over. Yep. We got lots to do. Mm-hmm. We are really busy right now. Oh, extremely busy. super busy at every level. Yep. But we're not. At, we're not going to the. We're not going to get our lunch right now. Uh uh-uh. uh Our lunch break is sitting here at the mics, mm. and we're gonna do a little bonus episode. That's right. Because uh, things got crazy yesterday.
1: Really though, were they crazy? <laughs> you don't think that was crazy? Well, I think they're crazy. Yes, I'm, exactly. not saying, I'm not saying well, we don't got, do anything. I know, but I think I got cray cray. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: they got cray cray. No, yeah. yeah, Well, yeah, that's five like years, years ago they got cray
1: cray. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've always been cray cray. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, listen, if you're a listener of the podcast, if you're a regular listener, um, then you probably know what we're talking about. Yesterday, uh, we got some hate. Mm. We got some hate going. Yep. It was, uh, it was
1: funny because um, I love the church. I love people in the church. I love the love one another passages and individuals you know, that really uh seek to edify and encourage uh I mean, I, mean, I forgot. Scripture says, you know, divide and conquer. No, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You love the church and you,
0: you cherish that in the church yep. we are called to love and unity and, and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, what makes you really appreciate that. Is when jerk faces say really bad things about you publicly and even kind of lie and twist things so that, uh, you know, because they can try and, you know, try and stir things up for exactly. you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. you know, whatever. Come on, man. That's, it, it, just, it just makes me realize more how much I appreciate uh the, you know, the body of Christ, yeah. minus a few.
0: Well, no, the the body of Christ. <laughs> and then there are those that, like, you know, say they're part of the body of Christ. But really, they're kind of like the infection that gets into the body. Oh, I don't know to, if you can say that. Oh, can I you just really did. Say that? I don't.
1: Okay. Well, I'll tell you, you this. I'll the tell you there's two in, groups. Hold on, hold on. You're inferring that they're outside of the body of Christ. One of these
0: groups I do not believe is Christian.
1: Oh.
0: I'll tell you right now. I do not believe.
1: I, I, I think you got to be careful there. I, I have I no reason
0: careful. to believe pulpit and pen is directed by the faith at all. I think it, there's too much hate. There's, I, mean, I just don't believe. No, But what, it.
1: But you, what I'm getting at is that you're, that you're inferring that he himself is not a believer.
0: Yeah. I don't have any reason to believe that. Give me a reason to believe it because somebody says the right thing. Sometimes, but so everything that, that is demonstrated know, coming out of that know. ministry. I, I, okay. But no, you I don't know. I just
1: want to make sure you're careful there. Yeah. Oh, I'm a,
0: carefully saying like yeah, non-believer. So I'm very carefully saying <laughs> goat. God. <laughs> and not greatest
1: of all Stop. time either <laughs> oh on the goodness. left oh goat Joe, you gotta be careful i, I, know, I know i know you I know. know that because we just what we don't want to get into is here's the thing we're not like some individuals no listen right? we're having like we, fun and we, like, we joke we, around we, we have fun i mean Layton flower you know what in that one episode the one that uh uh, uh wingnut wingnut did, yeah it was like us and then latent flowers and i'm like you know what? Hey, all right, was you're gonna, just, gonna hate on us and lane flowers. All right, that's okay. fine. Then, Whatever. Then I'm like, then I then I thought to myself, oh okay, I, you know, at least I know. I know Flowers is a believer. I know that yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he Jesus. loves the Lord he loves and, Jesus. and he can have a healthy discourse. Yeah. Uh, and that's the part that I'm just sitting back and I go, oh, you gotta, yeah. well, you got to hate everyone. That, yeah. That's yeah. it. You oh, got to yeah. hate on everyone.
0: Well, when nobody likes you, it's easy to hate on everybody.
1: You know what I mean? Because I it's like, well, who cares? Like, you know, I, here's, here's was th- that your high school days. Like, and no one likes Joe. So Joe hated everyone. No, I,
0: people like me. I think, you know, really? School, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to hang out with me. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, they, I, I was getting in trouble with the cops and stuff. It was a different kind of a, you know. Joe, yeah. I don't think you had a lot of friends. No, I had. I had. think I had in high school. I probably had six friends that were friends. Yeah.
1: Now it's pretty good. Out of those six, mm-hmm. how many of them were real? Real to me, which is in life. Well, they how were many of them it, were breathing it, and not not a beautiful mind. They, real, they were
0: probably more real than my reformed theology, according to the some. <laughs> All right, let's explain what happened All right, yesterday. Go ahead. So, this today is a Tuesday. This is mm-hmm. dropping on Wednesday. So, on Monday, um, Bible Thump and Wingnut or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They, uh, they came out with a thing saying, Joe believes that women can preach at his church, something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. and then he changed it, just so you know. he it was Either him, him or Pulpit and Penn said... Someone changed it. ...that, they,
0: that we believe that uh, women can preach at our church. And so what they did was, is they take a very short clip mm-hmm. from um, our, our conversation at a cigar shop about complementarianism, and they just played one little part where you and I are just sort of discussing uh, theoret- theoretical possibilities, right? Like, is it possible that a woman could preach... Yeah at a church on a Sunday with with out violating scripture.
1: Yeah. And right. I mean, just to be clear though, the Bible The did have a link to watch the whole, the whole video the whole thing so after the, whole the clip. Right. Yes, yes, exactly. Right.
0: Yep. But the clip that everybody's going to play is the is the is a, And so we and you said you said, "Yeah, I I, I think so." Yep. Um, I think it could be. And then I said, "Yeah, I think so as well." Mm-hmm. But that was said in the context of we believe only men can who are qual- qualified and called can serve as pastors, yep. women cannot, yep. um, and, uh, we, affirmed the Danvers statement, mm-hmm. right? And it, so that's the context. And so then we were saying, if you allow people who are not pastors, who have authority in your congregation to preach on Sunday, then it is within the realm of possibility to let even a woman preach on a Sunday, um, at your church, since she would not have authority. And yeah. the issue seems to be in our take that one of authority mm-hmm. in, in the, our new Testament churches. So, um, we also said we don't allow women even though we think that's a possibility yeah uh, we could be wrong and so we don't allow women to preach on Sunday at our church because it is at best confusing and at worst yep, wrong. Yep. So um, this was really a thought exercise. We're just talking and here's the thing. We like the idea of thinking out loud and yeah. encouraging people to think out loud and and engage in the scriptures and try to figure things out. Not just rehashing what's been said a million times, but yeah. to do the work for themselves.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the critiques that came out of this uh, was we had said uh, we might be wrong. Mm-hmm. And the critique was how, how how could you say you might be wrong? You either you're either right or you're you're not. Yep. It's like, okay, you know, we're like like Joe said, we're thinking out loud and we're processing. And so there's there have been times where I've said things and believed things that I was wrong in. Yeah. And they so all we all have. And so the idea that an individual can't say, you know what, I might be wrong. I hold this loosely. I'm willing to be persuaded by the word of God, yep. uh, and and the spirit of God and then you to come out and say how 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 could you feel like that just seems really uh asinine yeah, no it is. And and it, listen, if anybody who's
0: ever sat under a really good educator, yeah. like whether it's, you know, in public school, college, seminary, whatever. If you've sat under a really good teacher, more than likely you sat under a person who taught you how to think. Yep. How to ask questions and mind for the answers. So, uh yeah, listen, uh classes where they were just running through a systematic theology, I didn't have to show up because like I already know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. I already know it. I can I can write the papers and pass the test, but classes that are going to actually make me think, cause me to investigate, mm-hmm. and not just rehash what we've already learned in the past—that's really valuable. And that's the. Listen, mean, so we think it's valuable to encourage people to think, to ask questions, even in the confessional context, because we have the. I don't want to say Trump card because everybody's so sensitive these days. So we'll just say the Donald Trump card because uh, no, we have the Trump card of scripture. Like yeah. we're going to go back to that. And that's what it's going to be that settles the whole thing. So this whole this the, the, the whole thing like that was like, whoa, the, you know, Joe and Jimmy think women can preach at their church. Um, well, you know, well, it's Joe and, and his friend Jimmy. Well, it was, it was, it was just Joe, really. I think it was what I, was, pretty much it, it was. It was like, It was like a Joe with a
1: sprinkling of Jimmy.
0: You know, and uh, so,
1: and then even he, he though was, you started it, even though you were like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, and I, so people online were like, why is it that Jimmy never gets hate? <laughs> I was like, yeah. You, you know, know what? One, oh, oh
0: you, come you on. Seriously. It. First of all. You're they're, not allowed to hate on you.
1: I, well, oh, because I'm a minority. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you, is, no. that my, is that my privilege? No, That's no, my brown no, privilege. No,
0: it's the fact that you're. You're you're kind of Canadian at this point. I'm you spend enough time with a Canadian, it. you know. <laughs> you come from Canada. You're a little slow, you know. So, like,
1: okay. I was at Vegas this weekend. Yeah, in Vegas mm-hmm. for this wedding, yeah. fantastic wedding. And uh, Michelle and I are there, and we're sitting, and there's this uh, couple by us, and Michelle's like. Look at this dopey looking guy. He's like dopey. Well, that's pretty judgmental. Well, no, What like, what is she getting? No, she's like, like oh, look at who so, she married. Why she goes, she goes? Man, I'm pretty sure he's stoned. Like, like he was dopey. Oh, I
0: see. He had this look about he him. Had this look about not, him. That, like, not his physical features. No, the way he no. oh, was looking. Okay, no, got no, no. right. it. I was gonna like, say that doesn't sound like He's got it. He's got it. So he looks
1: like he's high. You smell pot in the room and everything. That's Vegas. It's Vegas. And it's your friend's wedding. And so she goes. She goes. She goes. Man, I'm pretty. Must be stoned. And I'm like, ah, well, introduce myself, you know, like I'm a show Michelle. This is how you make friends. I'm like, hey, how's it going? My name is Jimmy. This will be fun, right? This yeah. will be fun. And uh had the guy goes, hey, yeah, da, da, da. yeah, I'm from Canada. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'd look right at my mm-hmm. wife like, huh, he's from Canada, eh?
0: <laughs> and, like, okay, so people that aren't in tune with current events, Jimmy, explain why this is relevant.
1: Uh Wait, what do you mean current events? Are you talking about the legalization? Yeah, no, oh, legal, okay. yeah. No, no, because because she had this idea. She's like, oh, look at this stone. He wasn't stoned at all. Oh, he was just Canadian? He was just Canadian. Yeah, like, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> sounds I, so I love how you really kind of come more towards my end of the perspective. No, no, no. The farther you're, the, the more removed you are from Canada, the more you see things as they no, really are. No, that's not it. That's not no, it. it. I'm going to start no, my own it, judgmental it, website it, it,
1: called- you know, uh, It only came up because yeah. uh, the guy was Canadian. Michelle was like, oh, I'm, he's got to be stoned. Yeah. But the part that really upsets me when I read this, this whole thing, this whole thing
0: from these two the guys, from was, pulpit and pen and Bible thumping wing
1: what was the most insulting, slanderous? Oh, I know what you're going to say. It was absolute joke. You're, I know what you're going to say you're going
0: to say the fact that they said I smoke cheap cigars. That was insu- you're right, you know man. That was totally it hurt my feelings, man. Like and I don't have a lot of feelings. No, so yeah, I know one. what you're going to say. But they, you know
1: what? They regenerate twice as fast as the normal man. I'm like Wolverine. <laughs> there you go. I was actually thinking Dwight Schrute because that's a good line from oh, uh, from the sorry. office. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. Steve would have got that. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I was. You Listen, it was absolutely insulting exactly. um, that they referred to me as the sidekick. Oh, that I'm pretty oh. sure everyone knows you are
0: Robin. OK. OK. <laughs> OK. I'm the size of Robin. OK. And but I am like the brain in the body and you are just like the beard on the face. That's really if we're, we're going to start coming up with analogies. I Wait, mean, I'm, gotta,
1: the, I'm the beard on the
0: face? Yeah, so like if there's a if there is a doctrine and devotion person, I'm the brain inside and you're just the beard on the face. That's I'm the
1: beard on the face. Yeah. What am I hiding for you, Joe? My
0: double chin. Your that's double what, chin <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> that's, 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 I need <laughs> you to hide my double chin. But that is all that you're hiding. <laughs> it's so funny. It was funny because like it, it all it, like these these the issues that they're bringing up um, on um, you know, like we, okay, let's just say, for example, we, we actually did believe that women can just preach that we think it's totally fine. Yeah. We don't have any hesitations that women can preach as long as not pastors. All right. Well, we, and let's just say that that's what we believed, uh, hardcore mm-hmm. and we were wrong. So the, like, really good. They're going to light us up <laughs> Yeah.
1: over this. I just, I, I don't understand it. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, and maybe they're going to say, oh, of course you can't get it because, you know, you're not looking at at scripture because you're part of the 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 downgrade that Spurgeon yeah. spoke Oh, I love of. these
0: guys. They started reading Spar- Spurgeon five years ago, and now they're going to tell me about Spurgeon. Right, listen, <laughs> so um, let me just give you a sample of the kind of things they were saying. Right, I want ahead. you to get I want everybody to get a vibe for how this actually rolled out. This one is from uh, Tijuana Smalls News Division over at Pulpit and Pen. All right. He has 1689, the year of what is supposedly his confession of faith, tattooed across his upper hand, touching his knuckles. His hipster face mane, no doubt coated in organic beard balm of some kind or another, touches down to reach his screen-printed T-shirt. In his hands, he holds a smoldering cigar. On his face... He wears the horn rimmed stylish glasses that are common, that are as common as they are ubiquitous among those masquerading as chic. Standing at roughly the same height as a yard gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, at least he's got one real thing there. Joe Thorne is a Baptist and Calvinist pastor with a Napoleon complex, except instead of invading nations, Thorne ambitiously sells his cool Calvinism, named by some as Coolvinism, on a podcast called Doctrine and Devotion. Thorne stands in stark contrast to the most to most Reformed Baptists, a term used to describe those who hold to, the, to confessionalism, covenantalism, and Calvinism of the early Reformed or particular Baptists. Reformed Baptists are not to be confused with Calvinistic Baptists or Calvinist Baptists, uh, the, the great many Baptists who... Blah, 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 blah. Like, so we already understand all about this. Um, Calvinist Baptists are a dime a dozen, and Southern Baptist seminaries in particular are putting out armies of those who fit that description. A Reformed Baptist is a Calvinist Baptist by default, but additionally holds to those first two descriptions, confessionalism and covenantalism, that are often wholly absent from the bots being manufactured on the drone Hmm. assembly lines like Southern seminary. Right.
1: Keep going. No, hold on. You got to keep going. Truly, Reformed go Baptists are so characteristically boring that even their superstars are almost altogether unknown. Our heroes are men you've probably never heard of. James Renahan. Oh, wait he's a friend of ours <laughs> I know oh okay James Renahan Earl Blackburn Walt Chantry Albert Martin and Fred Malone Joe Thorne stands out like a sore thumb among the vast majority of other reformed Baptists most of whom wouldn't draw on themselves or film theology videos while puff puff passing what? He's, he's trying to okay. be funny he's trying to be it's we're not... actually clever I know but it's kind of clever What he's, yeah, ch- he's trying to insinuate something and it's actually clever it's not clever it's a clever insinuation oh no, please the no. dude is about as Clever as a
0: spoon is sharp. It's (laughs) crazy.
1: Just while puff puff passing a smoldering cancer stick. Listen,
0: Jimmy and I would never share a cigar. I'll tell you that right now. That's true. We're not puff puff passing. No, we don't. We don't share cigars. We'll buy each other a cigar, but we're not sharing one cigar. That's gross.
1: Uh, But it's not just his excruciatingly painful attempt at coolness that bothers me so much about him. Although, to be honest, it does. (laughs) What bothers me about Thorne is that in spite of his hand graffiti espousing his 1689 confessional views, the man is no more reformed, as Spurgeon would say, than chalk is cheese. Imposters make me upset especially when they smell like Dominican cigars and cheap scotch. All right.
0: First of all, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not a scotch drinker. Yeah. And, uh, and I prefer Nicaraguan cigars. But nevertheless, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys get the idea. This is, uh, there's a whole lot of hate going on here. Most of this is personal and doesn't have much to do with anything. But, um, so the question, the question being asked here, and that was said online in a bunch of places, a lot of social media places, is mm-hmm. uh, that we are not reformed. That's the that's the bottom line. We're not reformed. We're just Calvinistic pastors, even though we've been making this distinction for quite some time. I've been making this distinction before New Calvinism was even really coined New Calvinism. Um, So what does it mean to be reformed? Let's let's sort of establish that. Okay. so at the most essential and and. and, you know, Tijuana is right here. Um, the the two, you, if you want to boil it down to two things, confessionalism and covenantalism. Yeah. Uh, those are those are two key hallmarks. Would right? agree with those. Yep. So the, the very first thing is confessionalism, specifically confessionalism in reformed streams. Right. So yeah. Um, We're talking about the Westminster. Right. The Westminster. The Savoy. Yep. 1689. Yep. Um, Belgic. You get it. So. Um. You are not Reformed. We've said this forever. You are not Reformed if you merely have Calvinistic soteriology. Yeah. Um, to be Reformed it demands confessional identity. Okay, so that's, that's number one. And then out of that confessional identity, there are typically certain um, doctrinal ideas and formulas that, um, are, that come from the confession mm-hmm. that are highlighted and... Um, popular in, in expression, right? So one is covenant theology.
1: Yep. Which is something we've been talking about uh,
0: uh, the whole year, the whole year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As we're going uh, through uh, this couple years now, idea. technically. And then we can go to, so yeah, covenant theology, uh, covenant works, covenant mm-hmm. of grace, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then also with that, uh, a common feature that is typically highlighted is our perspective on the
1: law. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, like the three uses of the law is we. Right. Actually, I think we're just talking about. Actually, does it come up tomorrow? I'm no, trying to remember when we did. I don't pay attention. You, I don't remember no, when those ones. No. So we, when we talk about uh, the three uses of the law in the life of the believer, right? So we've got. That and
0: then, of course, the regulative principle is also a key feature.
1: Exactly. If you can't have your fog machine, do you can you really be reformed? I mean, I think
0: the the regulative principle is all about regulating the amount of fog that comes out of the fog machine.
1: Regulators (laughs) mount up.
0: So, um, yes. So to embrace the regulative principle, we've talked about this a million times, means that you only include as essential components in your corporate worship those things that are prescribed by scripture. OK, so Jimmy, um, this is what it means to be reformed. Yes. Baptist. OK, mm-hmm.
1: do we pass? I think we do. I mean, look, when we talk about confessionalism, when we talk about the 1689, right, well, we we adhere to that, like we agree with it. We take exception to one to, half of one, one half of one, half one, of one point. Right. Um, <laughs> um, we, we, we are
0: Sabbatarian. Yep. We just think it's kept in a way that is different from the way it is spelled out specifically in the 1689.
1: But so, yeah, I mean, do we pass? Uh, yes you know it's 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 like um
0: you know do do i i personally like um i i am invested in reformed theology and and have been for 25 years because mm-hmm. 24 years um because i really do believe it is the most biblical um expression yeah. of the of, of a system of understanding God that is derived from scripture. And so um, confessionalism, covenant theology, law, re- regulative principle, uh, by what standards would we not be reformed? It'd be my question. I don't really yeah. understand, but, but the real question is, do we care?
1: Like, do we care? And, and I, do I, we care I, that
0: we're reformed? I, I care. I, I care to be I, biblical. And that, that means I, that and in that a, sense, reformed.
1: Yeah, I do care about that. I do care. What um, don't you care about? their opinion. yeah, <laughs> I guess that's that's really it. So when I when we ask the question, do we care, it's not that do I care what other people think, especially uh, individuals like this? Do I really uh, I, I don't have time for this. I got a lot of other things going on. I've got a family, right? We've got ministry, we got you know vocations. Uh, there's there's things that demand my attention uh, and prior have more of a priority than what these guys have to say. Right. Um, but that being said, that being said, you know, I do take certain things seriously. Yeah. And so when we hear things like this, then we do have to ask, our, you know, like we know we're we're reformed, but it's like, OK, what does it mean to be reformed? We have to ask that question of ourselves. Yeah. What does it mean? And do we pass? Yes. Yes, we do. And so I guess in that sense, I, I you know, I do care. Um, in knowing and ensuring that as we're looking at scripture, that we are following it faithfully.
0: Yeah. But but what we don't care about is being affirmed by Pharisees and legalists. Correct. um, Or really anybody else. I mean, of course, everybody likes to be affirmed by people that they like. Oh, yeah, exactly. um, but, But we just like we don't care. You know what? Because we are affirmed in Christ by our father in heaven. Yep. Uh, and we are affirmed by the church that we are blessed to serve. And uh, that's like, okay. Yeah. So what else? Yeah. You know, what What else do I need? Um, um, all right. So that's what it means to be reformed. Uh, Looks anybody who pays any real attention to us, I think, would know theologically where we stand. Uh, so what does it mean to to not be re- like, you know, it's not reformed. I mean, if if, if being reformed is mm-hmm. confessionalism, covenantalism, law, regular principle and all that, what it, what is not reformed are mere cultural expressions yeah. and um, uh, appendages to uh, a particular theological uh, construct. So uh, you know who what people looked like and how they dressed looks different from generation to generation, you know, culture to culture. And we don't want to say, well, like, well, this is you know, they're, they're, they spend so much time talking about our tattoos. Well, your tattoos, yeah. Well, you've got them too. Yeah, but he's talking about you. Yeah they spend so much time talking about tattoos. So we could talk about tattoos or cigars or long. Jimmy's got long hair. We both Mm -hmm. have beards. Like there are a lot of things that you
1: screen printed t-shirts.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not wearing one right now. Am I? No, no, you're not wearing a hoodie. Good job. You're wearing a screen printed t-shirt that says, uh, the anti antigen league of reformed Christians. Oh, but I I can't really wear this. Well, you know what though? If you want to wear that, go over to (laughs) Jofostore.com and look up the sip it. Don't Don't dip dip it. it T-shirt. um, (laughs) Yeah, so look, I mean the, I I I am at a loss. It is such a it is such an immature argument to me yeah. that people would say, like, look at how that guy looks. Or look at what he does. It's not a violation of scripture, but look at what he does. Clearly not reformed. This whole idea that they they also try to get into a person's heart, right? Like, you clearly this person is attempting to be cool yeah. or attempting to be look, man. Um I definitely sin all the time and in many ways. Um but like that's weird, man, somebody trying to get into another person's heart and determine uh, or and expose what they think is what their real what their real aim is and not just looking at what they say and do is is a little problematic for me. So the cultural expression aspect that has n- nothing to do with reformed theology, Jimmy. Neither does legalism for that matter, which is definitely where a lot of this is coming from.
1: Yeah, no, definitely like uh, where they have these expectations that they put upon other people yeah. and expect you to adhere to those unbiblical expectations. Right. So really, we, the reason we thought let's do a bonus episode yeah.
0: is um, we don't want to, we don't want to like, I want to
1: give them a platform.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, here's a piece of advice. Um, unsubscribe. I see, I, I know there are people that I know that are still following pulpit and pen on Facebook, probably because they followed them a long time ago. And I know that they don't like that organization, can't call it a ministry. Um, they don't like that organization, but they're still following it. Like, look, guys, if you don't like it, don't follow it. Like these guys live, and I'm not saying this like Pulpit and Pen in particular, but people like that. They live for the clicks, the follows. They derive their identity from that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you don't like somebody or what they're doing, then don't follow them. Don't give them any time. But the reason we really wanted to talk about this was because a um, we did want to just like make sure everybody knew who may not be really associated uh, with what we regularly say, um, what our view is on this whole complimentary mm-hmm. issue. But, um, you know, we're not going to go through and defend um, our motives and our hearts and, and all that stuff here. What we do want to talk about is how do you respond mm-hmm. to people when they come at you, when you are slandered or attacked? Um, what should your posture be? What should your response be? Um, how do you handle it in a, in a healthy way? Right. Because, Sometimes haters are gonna hate.
1: Oh uh, yeah, oftentimes you know, Pharisees are gonna Pharisee. Oh, jerks are gonna jerk. Oh, the legalist is gonna legal. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> That's
0: it. You know. And so when they do that, Jimmy, what we don't have, we don't have any outline here, like. What are some things that we need to keep in mind? Cause we couldn't even hang out yesterday or anything like this stuff was mm. happening and we're just too busy to really give any attention to it. Like I'm yeah. not getting online. People are like tagging me in Facebook asking like, is Joe going to come in and comment? I ain't got time to worry about yet. Yeah. Like, I don't like, you know, you guys can think what you want. Um, so now we got a little bit of time. Yeah. What would you say to people that are encountering personal attacks, slander, gossip, hate? Um, what are some things that come to mind? How should people begin to respond?
1: I think the the first thing is guard your heart. Mm. Um I think it's it's easy right away to become defensive. Yeah. I think it's really easy to get angry. Yep. Uh and I think it's uh really really easy to go on the offensive. Oh yeah. Um and so I think one of the first things um for me is is to guard my heart. And so when um when things like this come up, you know, uh I have to ask myself, okay, why am I defensive about this? Like why did it bother me? You know, it, why is, am I
0: so tempted right now to put everyone on blast on Facebook? Exactly. Right? Like to why, really why am go crazy. I crazy?
1: Exactly. Why why am I um, just ready to just go nuclear on mm-hmm. this? And and so I with that then you know need to um, be seeking the Lord. I I need to be uh, asking the Lord for forgiveness because there's something in my heart that, yeah. that, uh, there's some, there's something there that's, yeah. that's driving it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I guard my heart, seek the Lord, repent, um, and then turn to scripture. Cause I think, you know, um, one of the things is easy for us is we look for affirmation and you were talking about that. We're not looking for affirmation in these other individuals, right. uh, to affirm who we are in Christ. Um, but our affirmation comes from, uh, our Lord. It comes Mm. from what Christ has done. It comes from the justification that we've received, the the adoption that we were given, um, the salvation and hope that we have in Christ. And so, um, yeah, guard my heart, check my heart and and repent and just cling to Christ. Um, I like that. I know I'm I'm writing it down as you're
0: saying it because I like to organize things for myself, right? right, So you're saying to guard your heart, right? So you want to, you do that by... um, by praying. Yep. Right. By examining yourself and yep. asking yourself hard questions yep. about why maybe I want to have th- this opportunity to defend myself publicly, yeah. to repent wherever yep. is necessary.
1: I'm like taking everything. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's really good. No, no. I think cause I think
0: that's, that I mean, listen, this is the central thing to do, yeah. right? Maybe we could add to that, like to pray for our accusers, right? Yep. Um, so like, I like I, I write down everything in my journals because yeah. I want to go back to it. So I, I think you're right. I think that's the place to start because most of us have an impulse. Now, most of the time when we get hate from time to time and like it's usually focused on how ugly, fat, unreformed, uh, hipster or yeah. whatever, like they're always insulting us on, yeah. on some worldly basis. And uh, like we just laugh at that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like whatever. Um and so most of the time, we just kind of laugh that stuff off. And if it's public, we'll just say, hey, here's what this guy said. And we won't defend ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I, I would say that, um, you know, when you're saying guard your heart, make sure that you're, you know, taking care of your own soul in the midst of this. Um, my, my first piece of advice would be do not respond. Yeah. All right now, I don't mean ever. I just mean do, the last thing you want to do is fire something off right away. Yeah. Now, most of the time, I don't even care. It's like, yeah, whatever, yeah. I got stuff to do. But sometimes it'll bother me. Yesterday bothered me a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it put did.
0: me in a mood. I was like, really? Like, cause this was just so dumb. I just thought it was so ridiculous. And... um and I, I had impulses. I was like, you know, I, I had to do exactly what you said. In fact, I had to leave uh, where I was studying and working and like other guys were there. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go take off. And I just drove around and prayed for about 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then I went and had lunch by myself just to make sure that I get my heart right. yeah. So that I don't, you know, you know, drive in my car and you know, get down there and, yeah, and yeah, say, like, yeah. all right, let's talk about it. And let's <laughs> put, put up a camera. Let's talk about it right now in front of everybody. I, do I need to defend myself or not? Um, I, I don't. No. So don't don't be quick to respond. Respond. Be be very, be very, very patient, I think, is something to do
1: here. Yeah. uh, And I think once you're at that place, I think then you're in a better position to ask the question, what's true and what's not? Yep. And I think that's important for us. That's why I was saying when we're talking about uh, do we care, you know, uh, is I don't really care about the affirmation of others, but I do care by asking the question what's right and what's like what's true and what's not in the midst of this uh whatever criticism may -hmm. come our way uh because maybe there is some some level of truth so i got to ask myself then you know whether or not i'm reformed or not i think that question has been answered but i do got to ask okay uh were we wrong right like uh, you know what i mean like were we wrong how could we have been clear in what ways did we uh did we possibly confuse yeah. the, the, you know, the, the, in the video. Right. Right. And so I think part of that, cause that's just it. A lot of this guys for us is processing, right. It's, it's, it's processing out loud. And so there are times where I've said ridiculously dumb things, uh, and later have had to come on Aaron and apologize for that. Right. Cause that's, so I have to ask them what's real and what's not.
0: That's actually important to us. <clears throat> One of the things that, that you and I decided on when we started the podcast was is sort of like Redeemer. Like, well, we're not going to play church. We're not going to pretend. No, we're not going to play games. We're going to we're going to seek to follow Jesus together. We're going to be honest, transparent. And so when we started the podcast. We're like, you know what? Let's just be ourselves and have fun. Yep. Um, and if we make mistakes, we'll just own it. Yeah. Like we don't want to over edit anything. Nope. We're just like, let's just. Let's just roll with it, and I think that's really important for people to see. There's enough teaching podcasts out there where you get the tightly scripted teaching. We didn't want this to be that. We wanted this to be more like this is how people are. Yeah. Um. And this is this is what a lot of pastors are like when they're just hanging out. Maybe they're not as uh, jokey as us. I wouldn't say funny because that presumes quality. Uh, (laughs) Funny to us. Um, So I would say that, you know, maybe they're not as jokey as us, but uh, listen, relaxed. People hang out. They talk. They think out loud. They work things out. They ask questions. And I think that's very valuable. I think I think you're I think that that's helpful, Jimmy. I would also encourage people when when you are slandered or attacked or whatever um, make sure that you are um, suffering well Mm -hmm. so in other words um, number one are you suffering for righteousness sake um, or are you suffering for your sin Um, so you want to determine that right this goes back to jimmy's uh, how are we right and how are we wrong here but then you also want to ask am i suffering well not for what i've done but in the actual accusations. So, um, you know, am I, I I guess for me, like, can you be patient? You know, is Mm. is one thing. Can you suffer long? Um, Can you, can you recognize that Jesus did this for me? Jesus did this perfectly uh, in in perfect righteousness and perfect submission to the father's will, what he suffered and the slander and the attacks were so much worse than what I did. Look at what he did. He did that for me because I oftentimes don't suffer so well. So find my salvation and security in him, but then learn from him. Like walk with him. And I think if you can understand that, like, well, God is sovereign and orchestrating all these things for our good in the end, then uh, we can go ahead and say like, all right, well, if God is seen fit for me to suffer right now, then I better follow Jesus through this and not try to handle it my way.
1: Flip side of this, Joe, I think. uh, What do we say to those that uh, are the slanderers?
0: That's a good question.
1: You know, um, really off the top of my head is uh watch your words. Yeah. You know, um watch your heart. It, I think I, it sounds
0: I, it sounds uh condescending for us to say that, but it does I'm genuinely concerned. Yeah. I'm genuinely concerned.
1: Um here's the thing, I have no problem someone critiquing our stance. Totally. No problem. Yep, Layton Flowers does it all the time. Yep. I I don't mind that. I I respect it. Uh um, He's a good brother. Th- that's it. But what He's you see wrong, here is me. is is unbiblical so it's the irony yeah. the irony of trying to say that we're unbiblical and not confessional um but sp- specifically that we're unbiblical and yet using the unbiblical tactic of throwing a brother down and slandering an individual uh i i to me that is that's dangerous right here mm-hmm. this is this is I understand doctrine divides, but I also see that in the body of Christ, we are to be united in our love for one another. And I don't see the love here. No, I don't see a love to correct. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what I see is a love to break. Yeah. And so I look at something like this and my heart breaks for you. My heart sincerely breaks for you. Um, because I'm concerned with your heart and your attitude. I am concerned with your tongue and how you treat individuals. Um, again, you can critique my theology all you want. You can correct me where I'm wrong. Um, but to 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 talk down to someone in this way, I don't see the spirit of Christ in that.
0: Yeah, I think that's... Um... I think that's very fair. I didn't know you were going to ask this question. Um, I think the only thing I would add is um, what do we say to people that slander us um, and say all kinds of evil about us? Um, I'm going to. And again, it's not easy, but I think we need to be able to get to the place where we can say, I forgive you. Yeah. And I love you doesn't mean I like you doesn't mean I want to like be pals and hang out, but it means that I pray that God's grace would be upon you, that, um, that you would be sanctified and conformed to the image of Jesus, that God would cause you to prosper. Um, so yeah, I think that's, these, are, this is probably the, a, a place for us to, to kind of bring it to a conclusion, mm-hmm. right? That, um. You know, you've warned us about what you perceive to be error in us. Okay. We want to do the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also want to let you know that uh, even though in the moment I might think like, wow, I'd really like to just have an official boxing match with one of these guys, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, even though I'm sure uh, Tijuana has a much better reach than I do. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, he does. He's uh, a lot taller. He's he's a tall guy. And I'm of course a garden gnome. Mm you know, in, in the heat of it, right? You might feel that reaction, but then as you pray in your process, we need to be able to get to the place where we can genuinely say, all right, all joking, all harsh reactions aside, I love you. I pray for you. I forgive you for the sin against us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking time to listen to the bonus episode. We got, uh, our Thursday episode coming up, right? Yeah. Just in a day. What did we do it on? I don't even remember.
1: Uh, I think it's abusive Abusive churches. churches. (laughs) Oh, that seemed to work well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was recorded a while back. So, all right, check it out. Thursday, we're going to talk about abusive churches. Mm -hmm. It's based on an email that we got from a listener. What do you do when maybe the staff or the pastors aren't in the wrong, but there is uh, a few people in the congregation that are trying to run things and ruin things? What do you do? What's your perspective? Tune into that. Let us know what you think there.
1: Later.